Oh, hi, Brian. <laughs> hi, Melanie. Now we're on. Now we got to go. Okay. So I didn't realize it's a new clock. For more information. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ed Council. Your health, your wellness, your fitness. Around the world. Around the clock. Around the block. This is Radio MD. Radio MD. This is Train Your Body with Melanie Cole and expert guests from the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD. Are you feeding your children candy and soda for breakfast? Of course the answer is going to be no. I would never do that. But the truth about the popular children's breakfast foods just may kind of blow you away, and you might just be doing that. My guest is Dr. Brian Parr. He's Associate Professor of Exercise and Sports Science at the University of South Carolina, Aiken. So, Dr. Parr, are we really feeding our children candy and soda for breakfast? What are we feeding our children, and how do we know? Yeah, so we think we're giving kids healthy breakfast every day when we give them juice or or something like juice to drink. We give them cereal. Maybe we get some of their favorite um, breakfast snacks like Pop-Tarts, even something like yogurt. And we think that's a good, healthy breakfast. We see advertisements advertisements that suggest that. The kids love it. But when you look at what's in those foods, especially the sugar content, what you find is we are really giving kids candy and soda, what would typically be thought of as dessert for breakfast. And it's not just kids. Adults do it all the time, too. Okay, so you mentioned Pop-Tarts. I don't know if there's anyone on the planet that thinks Pop-Tarts are healthy food, but maybe. (laughs) I think my producer might be one of those people who think so, but Pop-Tarts, clearly not healthy. Granola bars, people have a lot of confusion. Those kind bars just came out in the media as being yeah. not as healthy as you would think. So, you know, and certainly breakfast cereals, you got to look at those labels. What else do you want us to do to make sure that we're not feeding our kids complete junk that's going to play heck with their insulin levels and sugar spiking and they're going to fall asleep at their desk at school? Yeah, I think the key thing to look for is added sugar. And I'll give you an example. Um, look at a lot of yogurts that kids eat, you know, the, the yogurt that comes in a tube that my kids love so much, and the, the yogurts that a lot of adults eat, the fat-free flavored yogurts, some of which come with toppings you can add in. And if you look at how much added sugar is in there, it's essentially like eating frozen yogurt. Um, it, it's very different than, than plain yogurt or plain yogurt that's flavored with some fruit in it. Um, and so there's nothing wrong with doing that from time to time, but you know, would you realistically eat frozen yogurt for breakfast every day? And the answer is probably no, and most people would identify that as, as inappropriate. The issue comes where it looks like it's something that we should be eating for breakfast, and it turns out it really is more like dessert. Yeah, well, those yogurts with those added colors and sugars. and Oh, sure. You know, oh, yeah. And some of the yogurts now, Dr. Parr, have like chocolate chips on the top. I so know. So that you can add them in. And M&Ms. And of course, kids yeah. are always going to be like, ooh, get me those yogurts. But if you know, so if we look for an organic, and in this case, I feed my kids a full fat yogurt or, yeah. you know, a low yeah. fat. I don't want the fat free. Not yet. Right. But, you know, organic or no additives, all-natural Greek yogurt, mixing it with fruit and almond milk for a nice smoothie for them, too, you know, sure, to change it up sure. a little. So it's really that we have to start feeding our children whole foods. But what if we don't have time to make eggs and a bowl of nice fruit or a smoothie? What can you grab that 
isn't that crap? Well, I think the first, the first step is to not grab um, the candy and soda. So if you're thinking of breakfast and you're thinking of a donut that has frosting on top, you should see the frosting and think, gosh, that's not healthy for breakfast. If, if it's a breakfast cereal and it has chocolate and marshmallows in it, that should be a clue that that isn't a healthy cereal. So the next step then would be to pick something that is different from that. So you look for cereals that don't have lots of added sugar, that don't have marshmallows in them, right? <laughs> I think that that should be a dead giveaway. When you're, when you're getting a, a muffin or, or something like that, don't get a muffin that has frosting on top, right? I mean, that, that should be the giveaway that, that you're picking something that really isn't um, an appropriate, healthy breakfast food. Pick something, pick something different from that. When you're picking uh, juices, um, pick real 100% juice rather than those flavored juice drinks that are essentially um, soda without bubbles. Well, in the muffin thing, yeah. if you're going to do that, rather than get box of little Debbie muffins or one of those that have so many preservatives that their shelf life is longer than a Twinkie, <laughs> you know, you go to a bakery and if you get a muffin from there, a blueberry or a cranberry orange muffin, something, you at least know that that was probably baked with real ingredients and they didn't shove a lot of preservatives in it because they throw them out if they don't sell in a day. Yeah, and, and I would agree with that. I think you do have to be careful about sugar content, though, because a lot of times, you know, you can find chocolate chip muffins, right? Oh, and, yeah. and that, I think, is taking a step away from a healthy blueberry muffin. And, and that's the problem is we, get, we think, oh, a blueberry muffin is healthy. Muffins are healthy a chocolate chip muffin with vanilla icing on top must be healthy too. And, and it, that's not right. And I think we kind of you know, messed up our perception of, of what a healthy breakfast food should look like. So I just said that I feed my kids almost every day. They get some sort of an egg thing, maybe mm -hmm. a piece of whole grain toast with mm -hmm. peanut butter or almond butter, a smoothie, you know, and a bowl of fruit. What about Excellent. you? <laughs> what do you do for your breakfast or kids' breakfasts or, you know, what do you think is a good, healthy breakfast Yeah, that they I, can you know, do I, quickly? Because oatmeal yeah. takes a long time. You know, they won't take right. a hard-boiled egg on the road with them because it makes bad breath. So what do yeah. you do? Um, I, I do a lot of the same things you do. I find that, that toast with, with peanut butter is a really easy thing to make in the morning. Um, I think juice, 100% juice is good. I think milk is good. I think fruit is an excellent thing to have for breakfast. I mean, my kids a lot of times on their way to school will be eating a banana on the way to school because um, that's an easy thing for, for them to eat along the way. Um, but the trick is a lot of the things that come prepackaged that are the convenience breakfast foods are the ones that tend to be the highest in sugar. And that's what makes it so difficult. You have to, you have to really plan ahead and you have to um, make some tough choices because you know the kids are going to be saying i don't want a banana i want the pop tart of course so yeah right. whatever pop tarts so you, are involved yeah that's exactly right that's exactly right well so what about protein you know we've talked about yeah. keeping the sugar content down fruit has a lot of sugar but yet mm -hmm. it's a good quality sugar you know your body utilizes most of that yeah. so what about the protein if we're giving them a yogurt or a smoothie what else can we give them sort of a protein on the go so I think cheese is good, and, and my kids, like a lot of kids, absolutely love those mozzarella cheese sticks. Um, and I think that's a, a great way to get 
some protein, and more importantly, not added sugar um, in a meal. And again, that's something that they can take with them and, and eat on the way to school or wherever they're going. Um, and they're really, they're really versatile, I think. And my kids love them, so we use those for snacks an awful lot. Do we need to add protein powder to a smoothie and then that gets their protein? I don't think so. I, I think especially with kids, getting them to eat food that contains protein is a better way than sneaking protein into, into other foods. I, I worry sometimes that, that we give kids kind of sneak nutrients into kids' foods in I a way that, that we're not teaching them to be making the healthy choices for the foods that naturally contain those nutrients. I, I think protein is a good example. It is. So 30 seconds, Dr. Parr, wrap up the candy and soda for breakfast, the real truth about popular children's breakfast foods. Yeah, well, I'd say the first, the first thing is it's not just children. Take a good look at, at what you're eating, too, grown-ups. Um, but the big thing is the added sugar. And gosh, I'll tell you what, if, um, if it's got marshmallows in it or frosting on top, that should be a dead giveaway that that's not part of a healthy breakfast. <laughs> I love that. Marshmallows <laughs> in it, chocolate chips in it, frosting on top, That's sprinkles, right. M&Ms, any of those kinds of things should really be the giveaway. Thank you so much. It's really great information. If you missed any of the good information, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go. Look for the Health Radio show page. And this show is Train Your Body with our great friends from the American College of Sports, Medicine, Motivate and Perform. What a great organization they are. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. Stay well.